Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Jessie Ware and I have decided to make a podcast with my mum, Table Manners. Say hi, mum. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time she does it. It's so awkward. Watch. It's a podcast about food, family and the art of a good old chit chat. I've decided to rope my mother into this because she's the best cook I know. And what we do every week is we invite a guest over to be cooked for by my mum. Oh no, fuck. Because you don't know what, you, you, you need to think about what you're saying before you say it. Would you like to introduce it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't think you can call it the art of change. All right, fine, fuck off, right? <laughs> right, just go. You, you it's about go. food, family and conversation wherever the conversation takes us okay there you go because that sounds more exciting it's like promising something <laughs> okay sorted yeah because you know maybe food and family are not what everyone turns everyone on but good conversation does about is that what turns you like <laughs> mum no but you know what I mean we don't even talk we about do... sex why haven't we <laughs> Who are we having tonight, darling? We've got, you know him, it's Sam Smith. Oh, fantastic. You've met him a few times, haven't you? I think I've met him once. Oh, at Wilderness yeah, Festival. Wilderness Festival. Um, he's a really good friend of mine and I adore him. And um, regardless of kind of all the enormous fame and fortunes he's had, um, he is the most fabulous friend and, and loves food. We both love food. Good. Maybe too much sometimes, but yeah. Good. So tonight, I oh. thought the remit was a healthy meal because he's always on a bloody diet like me. But I've just texted him and said, don't worry, babe, it's, it's healthy tonight. And he said, oh, babe, let's eat whatever. Well, we're not eating... Well, we, we're eating a delicious meal, but it's rather... Um, it's not li- Kentucky it's, fried chicken, no. Yeah. And he loves Kentucky. I do too. We could Shit. have gone out and got it in. Oh, we could go That would have been my pleasure. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm It'll sure be my last meal it. before I died. Kentucky. Why? I just love it and I never eat it because it's so fattening. So I met Sam side stage at Plan B in Brixton, both of us waiting to go on and sing with Disclosure. It was one of their first live shows. And so I met this completely fabulous wonderful guy waiting to go on had heard about him I think I'd heard Latch but hadn't met Sam so we met side stage waiting to go on and kind of like dancing whilst we were introduced ourselves to each other from then on um there were plenty of side stage dances together and voguing but actually just became really great mates who have kept in touch and always check up on each other especially at hard times of touring and uh, promoting albums which at the moment we are both doing which um is rather stressful, so I'd be interested to see how his promotion of his record's going. 
Sam Smith. <laughs> right, what can I get you to drink? Coffee. What? Coffee, please. Oh, hard. I know I'm going to be boring today. I know about this. I made a bet with Max. Who's Max? Max Gerens. I manager. know who Max is, but everyone else doesn't. I, I um, made a bet with him that I, I basically said I didn't want to drink Christmas Eve. And he said I couldn't do it. And I was like, I'm going to show you. And Why if, don't you if want I to make it to Christmas Eve, he used to get a tattoo of my choice. And he's never had a tattoo before. And isn't it going to be on his bottom? On his lower back. And what are you going to put down? Dick Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that amazing? I won't make him do it. I'm gonna, but you I'm, won't? He, he thinks I'm going to make him get Dick Whisperer. How are you finding not drinking? It's interesting. It's cleared my head massively. No, but the so last week boring. has been super stressful and I really just want... You just want a bloody yeah, drink. Yeah, I just want wine. I but know. it's fine. It's fine. That's why I'm having Smoking. cigarettes. Yeah. Well, hold on a minute. I'm going um, to get you coffee. Do you just want black coffee? Or do uh, you want... Um, black. I've got almond milk if Black's you want. Great. Okay, fine. Thank you. Um, right, I'm heating up the food. Babe, it's like... So I thought that you were being really healthy. That's what Max said, your manager. <laughs> he was like, Sam's on a healthy tip. So I was like, yeah, fine. I so we've done something relatively healthy. Babe. I mean, mum got you courgette. She didn't even, she um, didn't know what cauliflower rice was. Like, but we've yeah. got it, but we've actually just got white rice, which is Perfect. far more delicious. I prefer rice. <laughs> I prefer rice. I wanted to save myself for this. Okay, fine. But it's still, it's not going to like make you hate yourself after. No, God, no, jeez. Um, I've been eating so badly in New York. Did you go to Carbone? What's that? Oh my god, it's the best Italian ever. They do I, this vodka pasta, oh which my is god. insane. I went to San Ambrosia. This, have you been there? No. Oh, what it's is incredible. It? It's Italian as well. They do good Italian in New York. They really do. So you were there because you were doing um, SNL. Yeah. It was stressful. I'm not gonna lie. Was it? Why? <laughs> it, I Why'd don't you know. Mum, it's his first thing back from being like the biggest yeah, pop star like, in the world. <laughs> But it's like, do you know what it is? It's like in that moment, I mean, obviously you feel like you're in a team. You know this, Jesse, but you yeah. feel you, you have a team around you. But in that moment, it's, it's, it's all on you. It's all on you and it's live. And it was, it was I nearly puked in the dress run whilst oh, I was singing because I was starting to feel a bit sick as well. It was horrible. But then I, I got my, I just had a bit of um, Coca-Cola Chilled oh, my stomach out. It was out. really that bad. Yeah, and then I, but I got through it, which was great. Babe, because I, I always just think of you as brilliant at live. Well, you're, br you're the most capable singer I know, but like you are brilliant at singing live. And I, I had to get a hypnotherapist for my Jules Holland performance. No, I'm. With, I didn't I'm, think I that like, you got that scared. No, I'm getting more and more scared. Oh, it's shit. really intense. Why? I don't know. But you're fabulous. Why would you be scared? I don't scared? know, but in the moment, I don't... I, you, I forget to sing, how to sing. You forget everything. It's, it's, it's the live TVs that are so intense. And it's like... I think the thing that people forget is your voice. Like, as soon as you're nervous, yeah. dry throat, clamps up, can't do yeah. it. It's not like playing a trumpet and you yeah. can just, like, play it. So true. There's no room for human error, is there, really? No. And it's... It's sad because you think back at the, all the music that I'm inspired by, and I know that you are too, is imperfect, you know. Those, all those old soul records, you know, those 
Look at Etta James performing live and all that stuff. She was messing up all the time, but it was part of it and it was part of the... But because of auto-tune and because of all of that, I feel like everyone just wants you to be on the money oh, yeah. every time. And, it's and I think talent shows too. Yeah. Because I know that I talk about when yeah. they go a bit flat. But then I listened to like, yeah. I saw the Whitney documentary recently. Oh my God, me too. Cried. The BBC one. Uh, the, the Nick Broomfield one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... You know, she goes really flat, yeah. and I don't care. Yeah, completely. You don't care. No, because it's feeling. Yeah. It's feeling. It's... No, it's, it's... It was It was great. New York's amazing. Well, I mean... Exciting. It's... It's... SNL. I've never done it. it it's like the biggest TV show to do. Yeah. Because you what? You do how many songs of your own? You do two, but then you, you rehearse on the Thursday, and the Saturday you come in, and you do two more rehearsals. So it's like this big performance that... It's built up. And you have to do, do you have to do like comedy skits? No, skits? no, I didn't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck no. But you're funny. We can swear, right? Babe, okay, it's good. my podcast, come on. <laughs> yeah. So to bring it back to the reason we're here, firstly, thank you so much for doing this. Babe, are you joking? Any excuse to see you. Any excuse to see And you. any excuse to eat with you. Yes. We've had good meals together. So many good meals. So we love food. Meals. I love food more than my family. <laughs> it's the best thing it in the is, world. It is. It's the only thing that actually gets me through my every day. It's so good. Yeah. However, you have to deny yourself a lot of food when you've done. Yeah. You know your. Yeah, but your do you know what? I've got to a point now where it doesn't you, feel like I'm denying no. it. I actually enjoy those things, and when I eat badly, I, I kind of feel bad. But I'm in a really good place at the moment where, for me, eating badly is like having loads of McDonald's. Then I feel bad. But I'm able to have my rice and potatoes mm. now and enjoy it. So I've got a nice balance at the moment. So can I ask you, because I guess for me, just to explain, like we d I decided to do this podcast because obviously you know my mum's a really good cook. It's gonna be, she always does this face where she goes, oh no. She's great and food's been always important to our mm. family. Like with you growing up, were you a foodie family? Massively. My dad, my dad couldn't cook, so my dad was a house husband. Mm -hmm. Well, he could cook, it's really bad for me to say that, but he just used, every time we follow a recipe, he just, would pour water in it. <laughs> I remember him cooking this amazing curry once and he followed the recipe and it was this Jamie Oliver recipe, it was incredible. And then he just put the whole entire pot under the tap. I don't know why he did it, it's really it, weird. It, 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 maybe he thought it wasn't enough sauce. Yeah, maybe, but he just, he never trusted the recipe. So dad would always ruin the meals at the last minute. But food wise, as a kid, it was my mum. My mum's cooking was outrageous. But we also, as a kid, I was very lucky, I went out to eat a lot, which was great. But you grew up in near Cambridge. Yeah, near Cambridge countryside. So there were some beautiful places to go to. Um, but yeah, food. Do you know? I have, I've always had a weird relationship with food, though. It's something that I love so much. Mm. Like my sisters were never that fussed by no, it. No. I know. It's I, a I live to yeah. eat rather than eat to live. Me yeah, too. Definitely. It's not a problem. I think it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I really do believe it's a gift yeah. because I don't. I watch. I used to watch my sisters and being forced to finish their plates every day. I don't, I don't understand, understand that. I don't understand it's mad. that. I'm already thinking about my second plate Me when too. I'm on my when I've just got my serving. I'm thinking about my my. Like, I'll be Next thinking thing. about breakfast yeah. on the way home yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. But so your mum was a really good cook. Mum's unbelievable. She's got even like she's got better now, but she was incredible. But it would because she worked in the city. She, it'd be once a week. Which made it more of an event, I guess. So what would it be like weekends with the family? Weekends, like yeah. roasts. Roasts. Um, she's amazing at all different types of Thai food. But she, she just loves following recipes. 
So she'll just go in. So on they're both quite strict. They they do follow a recipe. Yeah, yeah, massively. And Dad tries to. Oh bless but him. But he used to just cook a lot of jacket potatoes and cheese and beans, which is still my favourite thing in the world. Me too. Loads of cheese and beans. Well, I like so Sam, my husband, who you know, likes to have cold baked beans. Oh. Don't I? Oh. I didn't understand it until I had it. So we love no. ja- jacket potato night. is one of my favourite nights where you have it and you have all the different toppings. So you do um, tuna mayonnaise, tuna, yeah, coleslaw, coleslaw, oh. um, nice salad. Uh, I like to do grated carrot with some cheddar, just because you feel a bit less guilty. And then he has cold beans. That's strange. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't does, it, does it taste good? I just don't understand why you have cold beans. But <laughs> Me like, either. I don't know if it's his way of trying to be salt of the earth and like brings him back to camping in the Lake District. I don't fucking know, but oh you had a stove God. there too, babe. But anyway, I have to have cold beans. But I do love a jacket potato. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you cook? I try to, but for me, cooking in my family, actually, my mum's side of the family is a huge thing that I, I link it with getting older. Like, I can't wait to get, like, 60, 70 and just, like, cook. It's like my retirement plan. <laughs> would, you, would you open a restaurant? No, just like family cooking. I just think it's something that I just want to do when I have more time. And I... really do it every night. But so like, do you ever cook at home? Kind, I do actually, yeah. I cook, but mainly really basic stuff. Like, like what? Roasted butternut squash with feta and all that stuff. Okay. And then oh, that's, I go that's to, good. I go to like the butchers and stuff and get amazing meats and stuff like that but it's I always ruin the amazing meats that I get from the butchers because I always kind of am impatient yeah. and I just turn the heat up really quickly you should really tell quickly. them how to I ask them I'm like how do you cook it and they'll tell me it's incredible but you yeah I mean I remember you came over here I loved it you got trained by my husband um, personal training and then to celebrate your training you brought over cakes for me and you healthy to eat healthy cakes healthy cakes they were heaven sent I had one sent. today ridiculous can you just explain what they are because they're called aphrodisiac cakes and it's like this wow. gooey chocolate tart thing but it's all made with c- cacao raw, and raw it? and um, like coconut butter and stuff like that it's great will you tell Sam what's on the menu tonight I did turkey meatballs. Mm. Well, that that, no, that that is not exciting, Sam. But it was because we were trying like to do it lean. Yeah. I like really. it. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine. but actually, okay, they're, fine. they're really very light, and they're almost as good as the Greek ones that we you, the Sisulakia. You know, the ones mm. that are very very light. So they and you make them, and you put parmesan inside. So they do taste nice. I hope. Beautiful. So, so we did get some, we did get you cauliflower, rice, and courgette, but I'm let's taking... just go rice. Okay, fine, thank you. I thought Mexico was in Europe <laughs> until last year. I got, in a pla- I got a plane with my manager, and um, he said, and I didn't have any hand luggage, and he was like, why have you not got any hand luggage? And I was like, I, it's just like a two-hour plane journey to Mexico, and he was like, no, Sam. <laughs> Where do you think Mexico is? And I thought Mexico was like near Germany. Because if you, look, if you look at pictures, it looks very Spanish. Not that Spain is near Germany, but it looks very Spanish and everyone yeah. speaks Spanish and I just didn't realise it was so far away. So... <laughs> had you packed correctly? Nope. <laughs> Why are you in Mexico on a holiday? No, just gigs. Got a shock on my life. It's a 12, 12 hour plane journey. Very different to Spain and Germany. I would like yeah. to have taken the baby to a synagogue this Thursday. I've never been to a synagogue. Sukkot's gone. Go. Oh, it's Simcastara now. Oh, right. 
with the Isn't flags. Did you get so bloody Jewish? I'm not so Jewish, but the <laughs> children have the flags and they give them sweets and they wave the flags. Well, Mum, I'm relying on you to educate my child. Well, if you lived in South London, we'd be all right. Well, there we oh go. This is like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I whip cream with a hand blender? I'm not fucking whipping it for like I've got one of those bloody things, I just can't find them. <laughs> Hold on, Mum. Mum, we need whipped cream. This is gonna be an issue. Have you got a whisk? I don't mind having non-whipped no, cream. I mind. I How mind. do you whip cream? Have you got ice cream as well? So this is an absolute mess, Mum. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I found a whisk. Okay, well that could take 20 minutes. Oh, hold on. No. That could whisk. take 20 minutes. Oh my god, look at that whisk. Should I just try and do it for a bit? Yeah. I mean, how long is it going to take? A little while, darling. Think of those arm muscles, babe. No, haven't been able to work out for ages. <laughs> I've just had one Pete Sampras like bloody bicep. <laughs> oh no, mum, it's already whipping. Good. Whip, oh my god, I'm incredible. Whip it good. Into Whip shape. It real. Oh, it's not too have late. I just, I've, I've overdone it. How can how I even do, do that? Oh my god, that's whipped so quickly. No, what the fuck? We froze our guinea pigs by accident when we were kids. What? How did you freeze We left them in the garage and they froze. Oh, <gasps> shit. I know, but we thought well, the, we thought the garage was hard. warm. Yeah. <gasps> and we put like padding and everything there, but they, they died. Oh my God. We had a nightmare as kids with pets. We had like, all our hamsters got eaten by oh, the cat. Oh yeah, the gerbil, yeah. Oh. Jar Jar Binks was my first hamster, just got mutilated. Oh, sorry, can you please, just because, Oh God. No, it's just because I feel like not enough people know how, well, I mean, a lot of people know you're funny, but like, I've never, no, it's going to be really embarrassing for you, but I don't care. Do your impersonation that I love you to do. Colin. Yeah. It's going to sound weird with a cold. No, it's going to sound <clears throat> amazing. You stupid fat hobbit. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? You ruined it. My process. <laughs> Is it good? So good. Very good. My process. <laughs> now you've got the roll. Throw the buttons. It's so good. I'm not going to tell. We had the best Glastonbury of our lives. Me just basically making him repeat that till six o'clock in the morning. That's my memory of you, babe. You know, I'm, I'm never, I have to tell you. Pissing this. in a bush together. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? When you were pissed, you were squatting in the bush at Glastonbury. Babe, I was you were dead. pissing right by me. Oh dad. my god. But the, my favourite. Your daughter. I don't know if you know this, but the first time I ever met Jesse. I was working in a bar in London and I took two days off of work to go to Bestival to perform with Is Disclosure for the met? first time. Oh god, time. I've done the wrong story then. No. Is that we met at Bestival? First time we ever met and I, and I was on the side of the stage and I'd taken a day off work and I was shitting myself because I'd never performed in front of anyone before and I had to sing Latch and sing with like Disclosure and I wasn't familiar with dance music. I remember watching YouTube videos of you performing in Ibiza with Annie Mac before I'd even met you, just trying to gauge like how I would perform. Oh, shut up. And I, and I stood side of stage in the best of all, in the big top ten, and I watched Jessie you Idol. do your set. And then I, my, my first memory of Jessie is she met me before and she was like, how are you? And so you were very you sweet. No, no, before I went on, in best of all, we met outside. We met on the side of the stage. No, Shit, that was I'm a after. terrible friend. Okay, gone. And then I was performing latch, and my something was wrong with my in ears, 
And I panicked because I'd never performed with in-ears before. And I turned to my right and you were on the side of the stage. And you ran around the back of the stage to the sound desk and you were helping me with my sound. What and we'd only just met and you literally saved me. The people's princess. They you were just me. such a beautiful person. Oh, babe. No, that, I, I was saying that my intro, well, I got the wrong bloody day. I thought we met that at after, um, yeah. Plan B. Plan when the, uh, the, oh, okay. But I just remember it was basically how our romance started that we would dance and vogue on the side of the stage oh to disclose. Yes. We knew the set off by heart. Yeah. Be like, something is oh boiling. My God, yeah, it's and incredible. then it'd be like, bit into when a fire starts to burn. Vogue. Yeah, and it just, it was so much fun. It was so, back then it was, there was an excitement, and wasn't there? And there was an innocence about yeah, it. Yeah, really was. There was a real scene and it was just and None of us knew what we were doing. Oh, wow. You don't have to have all of it. But um, yes, I do. Okay, okay. good. Um, oh, thank you. Okay, sorry, it's a bit too much. Mum, mum, announce, please announce what we're eating. Okay, so there's meringues mm. with cream. Over and with another to... set batch of over with Did cream. you make the meringue? No, I didn't. Oh my. No, God, but they're not, they're, not, they're not shot they're my, my friend Anne's Sweeney makes the best meringues. So you basically made them? Yeah. John Berry's? Yeah, okay. that's enough then. Okay. Oh, yeah. I never, I'm never mad about summer fruits. Oh, I do. I, quite I don't like really them. like fruit. I like them with, I like <laughs> them with yogurt. That leads me to my next question. What is your comfort food? What's your go-to comfort food? Crunchy peanut butter with jam on a cinnamon bagel with loads of butter, toasted, with a glass of milk. Oh, sweet. Oh, That's a nice sweet. one. Yeah. And why, why is that? Does it take you back to your childhood? Yeah, my grandma used to, my grandma was the reason why I got fat. She used to feed me up. My mum and dad would be like, you need to stop eating when I was like 13 because I was getting huge. <laughs> and grandma would be like, he's young, he's growing, let him eat. And they, she just, my parents were really strict, so they were like, he can't eat bad food. And I have a very fond memory of my grandma waking me up at three in the morning um, <laughs> in my summer holidays and taking me downstairs and just sitting with me on the kitchen bench, just feeding me peanut butter and jam. <laughs> On a spoon. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she was amazing. Which grandma was it? Your mum's mum? It's my mum's mum, yeah. She was incredible. Incredible. Did she put, when did she pass away? When I was 19. She got really sick um, and we thought she was going to die and we all said her goodbyes and then she had another year. Oh, just good. Yeah, and she was amazing. She was smoking weed to the very end. Because <laughs> she was in so much pain, they just gave her weed. Oh, so she was just high, basically, <laughs> for the last year of her life. That's she had a fabulous time. She had a fabulous time. Was she, a, was she a good cook? Uh, no. So she was just kind of the naughty influence, the bad yeah, influence? Yeah, just a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches and stuff. But she, she was such a... Oh God, there's nothing better than having that grandma that mm. it just gives you all the things you shouldn't have. And it's, it's just amazing. It's like oh, Gaga, my mum's grandma. My mum's mum. I mean, hers was mostly predominantly like gefilte fish. Which I don't know, I had a really big thing for it. was like fried fish. Balls. It's mixed fish and you put it in balls and you. It's a Jewish wow. thing. It's fish balls, really. It, Ooh, some sexy. people, yeah, some people would like <laughs> really it. Delicious. But it was good. What's your favourite thing to cook? I like doing Friday night dinner. So I like doing chicken soup with matzo balls, chopped I've liver. Never had that, you know. oh, you see, I, t I think everyone should have that. I know, sorry, we should have done it. <laughs> No, um, I've never had it. Friday night dinner we'll is great. We'll come round to mum's for a Friday night dinner. Mm. Yeah, and we have we have lots of people. It's always fun. Oh, so nice. I like chicken, chopped liver. Have you ever had that in? No. Not in New York. 
So it sounds no. horrible, but it's chicken Have livers you never and been you to make Pats it with that. When you've been in New York? Never been. Never been. But I know where it is and I know the history of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, chicken soup with matzo balls, which are very light. They're just like a dumpling. They're delicious. And then roast chicken often. You're smashing it. Yeah, smashing it with other people's <laughs> Yeah, but it's um, clever, resourceful. resourceful. Yeah. Mm. Otto Lenghi's meringues. Have you ever seen them? Yeah, they'll do that pistachio yeah. one. It's always I love carrot cake. Do you? Really? Yeah. yeah, I'm obsessed with That's your go-to cake? Yeah, isn't it weird? Why? Carrot cake and Horlicks. I love Horlicks! Oh. oh my God, I haven't had a Horlicks for about 20 oh. years. In Whitley Bay, like near Newcastle, they do this Horlicks by the seaside, which is just the best. <laughs> Why do you go there? That's where my mum's family come from. But Whitley Bay is beautiful, but know, it's it's nice. it's a, it recently it's really run down. But I think they're putting more money into it, and because it's, it's such a beautiful seaside town. So what you'd go there for family holidays? Yeah, all the time, like four or five times a year. And you'd have a Horlicks on the beach. Yeah, there's this old um, cafe called Rendezvous, and they haven't changed a thing for like fifty years. The and name. it's oh, it's beautiful, and they have this amazing Horlicks that they give you in those. But how do they do it differently, or is it literally just hor like it's they ju it's more creamy and, and okay. milky and is hot bovril just a, a, a northern thing, or is it a London I think thing? I've never tried it. You get it at football. You get actually. it at football, but I don't know if they do it at football in London. Do they do it at football in London? I don't think they do. You know. No, I think it's they're more pucker pies here. Yeah, yeah pucker pies. What's pucker pies? It's just like pies. Crappy pies that are quite nice. Do you like football? Yeah. I used to adore it, oh. and I feel like I've neglected it since I've been a singer. I can't kind of have my attention on both things. I can't stand it. My dad Why? used to force me to go since I was like five. Well, who and does he support? I used to eat the pies and just look at the boys <laughs> and just, just pray I didn't get punched in the face because oh. everyone was so aggressive around me. What? Who does he support? Fulham. Oh, they're not, they're not even that bad. It's aggressive for me. <laughs> Everyone gets when I used to dread when they'd score because everyone would just go fucking mental and it would scare the shit out of me. I'm just sitting there with What's my pie, just trying to have a chill time. <laughs> What's the Michael Jackson statue there? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they've taken it away. I know, I know. Because it's obscene. It was, it was pretty so hideous. Terrible. <laughs> but it's a beautiful ground. It's the best ground, yeah. and if you're Craving a bit coffee. fed up and you go out for a hamburger, mm. you can see all the river. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty beautiful, yeah. All my family work on the uh, vegetable stores in on North End Road. Oh, do they? Yeah, market traders, they're proper cockney. Um, Is this on your dad's side? Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. They all still work there now. How did your mum and dad meet? They met in a pub in, um, like, Turnham Green. So then how did they end up out in Cambridge? Well, my mum was working in the city. Mm. Uh, my dad was working with mentally handicapped people. They, I don't know actually, I think they just wanted to move into the countryside. But then, we, and they moved to a place called Linton. And then um, I was born, but I was a mistake. Really? Well, not a mistake. Why? Is that the wrong word? <laughs> I was, I was, I wasn't meant to be in terms of her being pregnant. But um, yeah, I'm the oldest. But then I think when I was born, it changed everything. And then three years later, my sister Lily was born and then they got a bigger house in the countryside and really set up there and then they broke up and now they both mum lives back in London and dad and still lives there together. no but it's like I always dread saying it because I think people think oh no that's really bad but it's they're, they're best friends that's it's really lovely. lovely that's really rare when they were splitting up I remember being 18 and just being like I won't accept, I won't allow this to happen if, if, if this is going to be a nasty thing. 
like you can we can do this and you can break up and still be friends and they're still really good friends many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We were talking before, but like, You were saying something about your music mm. and how you decided on the songs yeah. on this record. How did you do it? Mills Like This were a huge part of the making of this record because I'd go to the studio and for the whole year, my aim was just to be there for my family. For three years, it was about me all the time. And I just wanted to be there for them and for it to be about their issues and what they were going through. So that's what I did in the whole year and a half I was off. I'd be in the studio during the day, finish at five, six, and just go and spend time with my family every night. But that's how I shared the music with them as well. Like, we'd sit and have amazing meals, and my mums all drink some wine. Mm. And then I'd, when after a bit of wine, I felt a bit confident mm. to, be, to be able to play a few tunes. And then I'd play the tunes, and they'd give me their honest opinion. And you'd see in their faces if it moved them or not. Does anybody else sing in your family? My mum could hold a tune. Um, my sister Mabel can sing. But no, not professionally or anything. So how did it happen that you became so kind of... Crazy about singing. When did you realise you got a voice? It's got the most amazing Well, voice. I know, but when did you realise that? Was it? Do you know what? It's so weird for me because I didn't... Singing wasn't even something that I was just like, I love this so much. It was more like... I remember just singing at eight... Being like eight years old and I'd sing along to, my, to all my mum's songs in the car. Because it was a 20-minute drive from our house into town. Because we lived in quite a remote countryside. So what would she be playing? Aretha. Whitney, yeah. Snap. Stevie, exactly the same Shaka as Khan. Yeah. And I used to just belt away. And um, it was my dad who, he said, would you be up for, for doing singing lessons? And I was like, yeah, sure. I, I think I remember just being young and wanting to be good at something because I wasn't very good in school or anything else. And I was like, yeah, of course. And dad, really, I don't know why he did this. And, and I do think it's the main reason why I sing how I sing now is he went to a local jazz singer who wasn't even a teacher. So clever. And he was like, would you teach my son how to sing? And she was like, I don't teach, but yeah, let's have a lesson. And she how just... How did he know her? He just heard her voice in like local jazz bars. Oh my God, that's so clever. Yeah, and then my dad, and then she was like, just bring, bring the music you want to sing and we'll sing it. And I remember being like 10, bringing Amy Winehouse, you sent me flying. Oh, Which is probably not appropriate for a 10-year-old to sing. But I remember bringing the, the musical score and playing it, and she'd play the piano and I'd just sing. And that, 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 that was my singing lessons for like four or five years, was just singing songs that I wanted to sing with her. I wished I'd done singing lessons like that. I did classical. 
I, I got into classical after, which is equally as important. It's important, it's but like, I, and I just wanted to do the jazz musical numbers, so like, but... But, but the classical gives you that support. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And but you've got it too, you're all right. But that's from the class, from my musical theatre training, that's how I got the stomach support that you need. Did you want to be a musical theatre star? Or did you want to be a pop star? I had a really weird period when I was 14, 15. I was so, I had my first manager when I was 11. Bloody hell, so how'd I you was, find that? It's a guy that wanted to help me out locally. He was managing the Well then your voice and... must have been pretty remarkable at that age. So that, that was like, before your voice broke? Even. Yeah. I remember sitting with my mum crying one time because I was like, I need to decide right now what I want to do. Oh, and how old are you? <laughs> because I need, I was like, I need to do 14, 15. I was like, I need to decide what, what I want to do career-wise because I need to start work now. That's what I remember. And she, I and I used to sit and cry because I was like, I don't know what to choose. Do I attempt to be in musical theatre or do I try and be a pop singer? Mm. And then... And what did she say? My mum actually said, you should... She said, I feel like musical theatre would be harder for you because it's Why? just because she said because of the, how many people are in it and I don't know she said it would be harder but she also said she thought I should do musical theatre just because I was 14 years old and I was gay and I was living in a village mm. with no gay people and I was li- went to school and there was no gay people in my school and I think my mum just wanted me to be around gay people yeah. or just people of, of an artistic mm. mindset mm. like me so she wanted me to go to drama school did but at the same time she was just like do whatever you feel did you get a place at drama school? no I never auditioned because your best friend went to arts ed didn't she? yeah and I, I went to Sylvia Plath Saturday school and oh. I went four times Sylvia Plath or Sylvia Sylvia Plath <laughs> Sylvia Young. The most depressing that, Saturday yeah, school ever. ever. <laughs> Reciting poetry. Singing the bell job. <laughs> right. But I, um, I went four times to Saturday school to Sylvia Young's. Was it horrible? The, it was great. Oh, you the liked fourth it. time, the Who singing was teacher. I was, it wasn't the proper school, so it was just the sat, like so a Saturday Pixie thing. Lott wasn't there, no, 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 she went to the main school. She thing. was Italia Conti, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Oh. I had come, Winehouse got kicked out of Sylvia Young, didn't she? Mm. But I, um, I was... Is that why you wanted to go to Sylvia no, Young? No, no, no. I just wanted to go Amy. because I wanted to do musical theatre. But the singing teacher took interest in my voice and he asked me to start coming to his studio. Oh. And I started to go to his studio instead of the Saturday school and record covers. And so people were hearing this voice and thinking, we can do something with this, immediately. But before I met Sam and Jack yeah, and Elvin, your managers. I had seven, I'd had seven managers. <laughs> I'd recorded one album when I was 15, oh, wow. um, was trying to get out of a record deal that my mum signed, I didn't even <gasps> sign it. Uh-oh. And um, was already, yeah, so by the time I met Sam and Jack, I'd felt like I'd been working for, I had been <laughs> working for years, and I felt... Like, it wasn't for me. What doing what pop you music? Were, but that's just before mental. I, just before I met them, I was I remember I was nine, eighteen, nineteen, just moved to London, and I was like, do you know what? I don't want this life. I was like, I'm going to travel. I was like, I'll get, I said I'll give it one more year of trying, and trying to write music that that fits. Um, but if it doesn't work out, I'm just going to try and be young and just travel. Wow, I didn't it, know that. And then it happened, yeah. And latch. Lay Me Down first. Lay Me Down? Yeah. First day I met Jimmy, we wrote Lay Me Down. Oh, wow. And then they, Sam and Jack met me and said, would you be up for writing with Disclosure? So Jimmy is Jimmy Napes, who is an amazing songwriter who yeah. you wrote most of your stuff with. Yeah. And they 
um, Sam and Jack, your managers, also managed Jimmy, and they yeah. were managing Jimmy at the time, were yes. they? Yes, yeah, and, so, and Disclosure. And Disclosure, and so they heard Lay Me Down, and they were like, we're, we're, we're having a piece of the, this yeah, incredible Yeah, they were just like, Gee, they played it to the boys, and then, we, and then I met Disclosure, and the same day I met them, we wrote Latch. It's like a weird domino effect. That mm-hmm. first two mm-hmm. years was just like, it just all yeah. happened yeah. so quick. But yeah, so thankful it did, wow. Have you written a lot with Jimmy this time? Yeah, yeah, he's got, and he away. produces the record. You went away from each other for a little bit and tried to kind there of do your own thing. There was a two-month period where I had to walk away yeah. and discover what I wanted to say as an artist. You know, yeah. I love Jimmy, he's amazing, but it's my album, so I have to, I have to figure out what I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, me and Jimmy were writing the same song again and again because we listened to In the Lonely Hour too many times. Yeah, and then you're probably trying to second guess. You're d- trying to d- make a, a stay with me round two mm. accident. Not because you necessarily want it, I can presume, but you kind no. of go, well, yeah. that worked it's and people safe. like it. And but then our distance, after that two and three, we came back and me and him went to, to Ireland together. Yeah, yeah. And we were just writing. We wrote Midnight Train and Pray. You had this, I remember because oh, um, Jimmy's was wife insane. was over here and you were having this kind of slightly romantic getaway. Yeah. Island, you're drinking loads of whiskey. Yeah, Guinness. Guinness. It was what, beautiful. What and we, we, just, we just got to reconnect with each other and be in, it was so important to just be in the middle of nowhere and we had no phone signal. We just had to sit and chat and it was just amazing. He's, he's such a vital part of what I do. Mm. He really is. Do you want children? You do? Massively. Yeah, it's like my life plan, and I'll do it with or without a man. Would you do adoption, or would you do...? I don't know. I think I might do both. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know yet. When I, when I was in, went to Iraq, to the camps, that made me want to adopt. Yeah. Yeah, just because there's so many kids out there that just don't have families at home. Who got you involved with? Was it War Child? War Child, yeah. It was amazing. Amazing. Are you going to do more work with them? Yeah, 100%. Incredible. But, yeah, I want kids so bad. I just feel like it's nature's way of reminding you that it's not about you. It's certainly (laughs) a way of reminding you. It makes you, like, not selfish. Yeah. But I've never had a kid. You two have, so I don't know. I don't know. The thing I ever did in my life. Yeah. Without doubt. I mean, it's been wild this year, but it's also pretty amazing. Yeah. That's the best thing. Yeah, but also you've got... So many stages to go through. I Are you know. excited for when you can just sit and have a glass of wine with her? What, with her? Yeah. You I have a glass of wine her. with her when she's in the bath, <laughs> I'm having wine. Yeah, don't worry, it's already started. But when you can <laughs> sit and talk about life and like... I know, I can't wait for her to start talking, actually. I think that's like... She, yeah, I think she's going to be a great talk. And she's yeah. quite funny. She's quite entertaining. Like yeah. She goes for the laugh, which is quite good fun. Oh, she's going to be wonderful. No, it's, it's going to be a, a mad year. You're not doing festivals? No. Which I'm a bit upset about, actually, I wanted to do them. Well, would you do them the year after, maybe? But it depends how long how long it goes on for, right? Well, how long did the last one go? Like, two and a half years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, too long or not? Did it feel it too long? It felt too long. But it was longer because of the Bond thing. But it's... I don't know, I don't know. The music has changed so much. I know! Going into it, like, it's crazy how much has changed Streaming. in three years. I know! It's mad, like... And... I don't know. It's weird. I was talking to John Mayer the other day. He said something amazing to me. I fancy him so much. He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But he said something amazing to me, which will stay with me forever. He was like, he said, 
We make red t-shirts. Everyone's making blue t-shirts right now. Don't make bad blue t-shirts. Carry on making good red t-shirts and camp out. And it's so true. That's such a good idea. Isn't yeah, it so true. nice? I think it's so true. Because I just think, in the climate of music right now, people aren't really listening to singer-songwriters. And I'm talking about more just like the climate of pop music when you're performing at award shows and stuff. It's just, yeah. I feel like the odd one out a little bit sometimes. It's this, it, we're, we're both kind of waiting. I mean, I think we, I think we know your album's going to do all right. But it's this, this weird period before the album comes yeah. out where you're just in this like threshold, like it's just slightly yeah. unnerving. Yeah. When really all you want to do is play the gigs. Completely. Once it's out, it'll be beautiful and fine. It's just the hype that it's, it's a lot, isn't it? It must be hard for you at the moment. It's fine. It's fine. You're dealing with it really well. I feel really, I feel really you f- chill. You seem really relaxed. I think it's the non-drinking that helps. Really? Yeah. But you, you're not a massive drinker. No, but I think before, when something good would happen, I'd go out and celebrate, and then it just made everything more like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mm. Whereas now, I just go to a hotel room and chill and kind of wind down and, mm. I don't know, I'm still watching Bake Off at eight o'clock on a Tuesday. Oh, like, a dream, man. Whilst promoting a record is great. Right, back to the food. Death row, we haven't asked this one. Death row, you're on death row. What's your final meal? Fish and chips. From Large where? fish from and where? chips. From um, a legit, like, really good seaside fish and chip okay, shop. Okay, fine. But fish and chips with a pickled onion, a battered sausage, um, oh, okay. bread and butter. The shop. Bread and butter and a saveloy for the walk. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not even going starter? No, just you're like just going the biggest like main three meat yeah. mains. Basically everything that's in the fish and chip shop. Is that like your, one of your favourite things? Yeah. When one do you have it? And curry sauce. I forgot. When do you have that? Do you have it a lot? No, but it's one of it's those ones. It's quite a hard you, one to digest. You eat it and then you have Hate to open your buttons and just like lay yeah. back and roll around. Yeah. It's like Christmas dinner. Do you ever, on Christmas dinners, do you have to excuse yourself and lay on the bed for a minute? No, I lay on the sofa and then I get I rev myself up for the turkey sandwich. Really? That I watch uh, that I'll eat whilst watching TV. Like I, I don't give up. I knock and myself Jews, out. So. I have to go and lay down and I roll around in pain <laughs> like a buffalo and then come back down and do it again. Who's cooking uh, Christmas? We change, know. we alternate between mum and dad. So last year was dad's Christmas, which was great. And will your mum go? And we see mum boxing day. Okay. So we just change it. So we have mum Christmas this year, which is great. And you she's great It'd be food. better food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will you cook anything? Um, no. No, mum loves doing it. Um, but I think I might, we might do something for Boxing Day at my house with my dad and his family and stuff, That's which would nice. be nice. Um, right, okay, last question. As this is called Table Manners, what table manners do you require or what what really pisses you off at the dinner table when people are doing certain things? Joe, you know what? My mum was huge on table manners. Really? Huge. Yeah. It, it was her big, like, big thing as kids. She... Like, what would she make you do? Because my mum used to she always say... She hated it when you'd eat and mm. then hold your yes. cutlery up like yeah. that when you're talking. Mm. So you'd have to put your cutlery put down. Put your cutlery down when you're, eat, when you're eating. Um, I hate when people rush and just have their head in it. Mm, that's me. Um, other than that, nothing. nothing. I just, I, for me, it's a, sitting around a table eating dinner is about taking your time, conversation, sharing food, I think. 
I don't. Me too. I, have a I real share thing too much. I take all the food before everybody yeah, can share same. it. That's the problem. I, I'm like People don't like sharing my team with me. in the restaurants. I'm always like, start us to share whenever we go anywhere because me too. I don't see the point in being in an amazing restaurant and us all not, not experiencing the same thing. Together. Agreed. Agreed. The only thing is, if you share with Jessie, she's eaten it. I don't understand why people in curry places get their own mate. Oh, I'm weird. like, fuck you. Weird. Me too. I get aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thanks so much for being on this. That's so nice. Oh, it's just nice to see it's you, so, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. No, I'm really, really happy we got to chat. Me too. And um, thank you so much for being on Table Manners. Thank you for having me. Thank you for cooking. Pleasure, darling. Thank mm. you. We'll do Friday night dinner next time. Yes. Yeah, I'll do oh, Friday yeah, yeah. night. So, Sam Smith. Fabulous guess, I thought. I thought it was really interesting listening to all about what he's doing at the moment and his family and what he's done. He just seems so unfazed by it. Like, there's me, like, look, I'm, like, breaking out. Um, my skin is breaking out. I'm, like, taking voice tea. And he's there with a cold, having a fag, and being like, ah, oh, don't have to sing in four days. I wish I could be as unneurotic as he is um he's just taking it in his drive he's just such a thoroughly nice person and very generous and not just not show-offy and just for someone who's had such fantastic success he's just very quite i mean he's confident about his abilities but he's not a show-off and he's very aware of his um He's very aware of himself and that he's lucky and that he's done very well. And it's completely genuine. And I think that, you know, I've seen it like firsthand, you know, whether he's so thoughtful, whether it's sending me flowers for when the baby was born or, or making sure that I'm OK when I was in L.A. and I was on my own, and I was writing. And, you know, he's got all these yeah. he's 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 when he's loyal and he's obsessed with his family and they go everywhere with him. It's not like, that, you know, like. He's kind of cares. Yeah, I, I love him. He's he's so honest as well. Yeah, he's honest. Um, he's, he's good fun. He's great fun. He's got a great sense. He seems much older than 25, don't you think? Well, I guess he's had a bit of a mental... Yeah, he's grown up. Right? Yeah, he's grown up. I mean, you, you feel he's someone... He's very mature, isn't he? Oh, he's been in the industry since he was 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. I know. I didn't. I feel I didn't push you hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could be. You could be big now, <laughs> Samantha Smith, right now. By the way, if you've been enjoying the music, please listen to more by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. And a little fact for you, uh, Peter Duffy and I used to be in a band called Man Like Me together, and it was brilliant and. I got nodules from it because they used to make me belt so much. So thanks, Pete, for getting involved on this. And um, Pete Fraser was also the saxophonist in it. So um, it's... Saxophonist. All right, sorry, saxophonist. This has been Table Manners. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are enjoying our podcast, please, if you wouldn't mind, um, subscribing. That would be fabulous. And uh, also, if you'd like to rate us, um, we'd love a few five stars. Five stars, Jesse. You know what my Uber rating is? What? 4.4. 4.
That's I shocking. My, I don't even know what mine is. I've just a chat. I think I'm so bossy. I've got about. I'm about no, three. Mom, I'm, this is us being Why assertive women. Yeah, that's what is getting us in the shtick with Uber. <laughs> <laughs>